This is the Resilience Podcast 591, and I'm Cecil Ledesma. It's Saturday, April 15th. The story of unworthiness is fairly universal. It's one of my longest-running inner narratives that I'm not good enough, that I'm somehow unworthy to teach, unworthy to invest time and money on. I've found this is one of the most common inner narratives there is. We're unworthy and we're not good enough. We're unworthy of praise, of putting our work out there in the world, of leading a team or community, of creating something meaningful in the world. We're unworthy of success, of happiness, of peace, of financial comfort, of loving relationships. We're unworthy of love. We're not good enough to tackle our toughest struggles, to change our addictions and old habits, to change our diet, to start exercising, to start meditating, or to stick to any of these for very long. We're not good enough to put our ideas, our art, out in public. We're not good enough for others to recognize our accomplishments. Not good enough to write a book, start a podcast, put videos online, start an online business, start a nonprofit, create a thriving entrepreneurial empire, launch a startup, teach ourselves a really hard skill, or pursue a lifelong dream. Here's the thing. It is all just a bullshit made-up story, isn't it? It's a narrative in our heads that we replay over and over until it beats us down into submission. The thoughts are not true. There's no objective panel of judges in the sky who have judged us unworthy. We just made up this story, and we pick out evidence to match the narrative. When someone says something remotely critical, we take it to heart and offer it up as yet more proof that we're not good enough. The narrative is not true. And worse, it hurts us in every single part of our lives. It means we're only half in relationships, hiding ourselves never honest, never fully committed. It makes us anxious, afraid of failure, never putting ourselves out there, at least not fully and not honestly. And if we do put ourselves out in public, it's a performance trying to prove our worthiness. It holds us back. It makes us procrastinate, hurts our health, and it makes us Damn unhappy. This is the universal narrative of unworthiness, and it's not true, and it hurts us deeply. So how do we stop believing this untrue, hurtful story that goes so deep, we don't usually even realize that it's there? I will share two practices that have helped me start to unravel the story, even if it still persists when I'm not being vigilant. 
The first practice, writing out a mantra and repeating it. This is something I use when my unworthiness narrative comes up around presenting on a panel or public speaking. When I'm invited to sit on a panel of experts, the narrative inevitably asserts itself as something like this. No one is going to find your ideas and opinions valuable. This is going to be a terrible waste of time. It makes it much harder to be a really good panelist, and I get very good at cleaning my kitchen instead of being a panelist, let me tell you this. When I am supposed to give a talk, it seems fine when it's months away and I agree to it. Then I get deathly afraid as the day gets nearer, and the flop sweats start. I start questioning my sanity. Why did I ever say yes to this? No one is going to want to hear what I have to say. So, a few years ago, I came up with a mantra to start to see the world in a new way. And I started to say this, I have a gift to offer. The world craves you and your gift. I repeated this whenever I noticed my heart fluttering because of having to give a talk, conduct a webinar, lead a course or program, write a blog post. I repeated this many, many times. I have a gift to offer. The world craves you and your gift. Over and over until I start to believe it. Yes, it sounds incredibly corny. And yet, it works. I start to look for evidence of it being true. I can't hear the other story so much if this one is being told. The second practice. Letting the story dissolve on its own. I do this all the time and it's absolute magic. Here's how it works. I notice the narrative I notice how it's making me feel. I'm crappy, I'm fearful, I'm procrastinating, and I'm hiding. And then I ask myself, what would I be like if I didn't have this story? This is a magical question for me. I imagine what it would be like in this particular moment if I didn't have this narrative. All of a sudden, I'm completely present in this moment. I notice how my body feels. I notice my surroundings. I notice the sensation of the air on my skin and the light in the room and the sounds all around me. All of a sudden, I'm immersed in this moment, free of the story. I'm free. I'm at peace. I can open my heart to the moment, to the beauty of the person in front of me, to the beauty of myself. What an incredible gift it is to just drop the story and be completely present and in love with how things are, in love with myself and other people around me.
Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.